Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo.
for the week of August 29th. My name is Jose Otero, and I'm here with some very, very special Craig people. Craig Oh, man, you're already going to Already off to a start. Wow. Uh, this marks the return of Craig Harris Howdy. to NBC. Yes, legendary. Uh, oh, not legendary, but certainly. Well, legendary well, in the Pokemon sense. Yeah. Yeah. How about shiny? Can I be shiny? shiny? I like also, uh, a, shiny. a collector of sorts. Powder? He owns the uh, Star Fox Super Weekend. Is cartridge. that what I'm known for around the office? <laughs> no, but you are to me. That's the I was only thing at... I'm known for. I've been they worked here for 13 years. <laughs> Nobody else like, here works with He's the with guy you. with the Star Fox Super Weekend. <laughs> Hey, hey, that's a rare Partridge. game, man. Like, yeah. that's pretty amazing. No, that's one of the few things I found out about you looking at Well, because last night. you shook Jose's hand today and you said, hi, I have a Star Fox card. <laughs> that was it. I was all ready for it, too. <laughs> all right, so let's do a quick introduction. So you got my name next to me is... Hi, I'm Brian Altano. Blah, blah. And it's back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and we've introduced Craig, but let him know your lovely speaking voice. I'm here, and this is my voice. All right, and last we have... Hey, I'm Samuel Claiborne. I work here at IGN. I'm a little under the weather, but the so perfect, my voice might be a little bit the weird. Perfect radio I'm actually voice, not though. sick anymore. I just don't have much of a voice. Yeah, that's probably good for a podcast. Yeah. All right. So last week's question of the week was, "What should Nintendo do?" And we got a ton of <laughs> responses. <laughs> wait, from... wait. The the question of the week was, "What should Nintendo do?" Yes. That's just just that that is a blanket <laughs> yep. question. Well, it can cover anything. What should Nintendo do? Go to lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was more specifically tied to the theme of last week's episode, which was kind of critically looking at Nintendo's position. Uh, with the Wii U, with the mm. 3DS, with uh, how they're doing. So what was Nintendo's answer? <laughs> they answered. This week, uh-huh. Nintendo answered us. Yeah. Um, so we're actually going to focus on their answer. It Jose happened, way! <laughs> it happened on Monday. Uh, and it was Altano and I in a car going over to Nintendo's headquarters in Redwood City. What a weird, crazy afternoon. And so we had no idea going in what this meeting was about. We Nothing at all. We had a meeting, and yeah. Brian asked to go of his own volition. It's not like we were desperate to send folks. He's just like, I was hey, going to say, like, I always love going to those. I mean, I was out sick, but yeah. I was disappointed that I didn't go. Yeah, Jose said, hey, I'm going to interview Reggie today. And I'm like, what? what? I'm coming with you. I've never met that guy, and I've been Photoshopping his head on the things for years mm-hmm. through up at noon, <laughs> um, which is weird when you meet people, and that's what you think. Uh-huh. Um, Did he so- know that, though? No, you know but that I, you were photoshopping. No, but he, I think he, he didn't did, even know what IGN. Did you he did recognize me of the pictures yeah, I, that you he did. did. He did recognize me, mm-hmm. but um, which is cool. But so we we get to Nintendo and we're waiting around a little while and we go in and all of a sudden there's a room and it's me and Jose and two guys and Reggie. Yeah, and the Wind Waker bundle is right on the desk. It's on the desk, the package, and Reggie yeah. put, which puts is not his the best giant package either. Right? I think it's cool looking. Yeah. I think it's. Cool yeah. looking I saw too. a fan designed Wind Waker package. <laughs> They're always better. Those are always better. They're always. They're always gonna. Draw and do things with it that a publisher yeah. will be like, we will never spend this much money on a special edition. <laughs> yeah, and the guy had like photoshopped in like a light blue, you know, Wii U with like a sail or something. I was like, wow. It comes with a sword <laughs> and nice. then a, a talking cool. dragon yeah. boat. And- yeah. The discs were sword shaped. Yeah. But the- <laughs> so when, so Reggie starts his presentation, his thing, and I'm writing notes even though I'm recording it because you yeah. need a backup. And he says, we also have an entry level. Uh, handheld gaming device we're going to be introducing. And we're just like... And I thought I heard him wrong. I was like, am I... Like, I was writing so quickly. I'm like, am I going crazy? And I didn't... The Game Boy has returned. My fingers were crossed under the table. The third pillar is being stood back He actually did say, like, to... It was a third pillar type of thing, right? He was like our third third arm or something like that. Because they haven't had one since the Game Boy Micro. Well, the the third member of the 3DS family is how he positioned it, right? so funny. He basically did, on Nintendo Direct, 
at a table <laughs> for Jose and I. It was so cool. It was so cool. And that guy has a giant, amazing hands, by the yeah. way. He shook my hand and just just ate my He can whole. crush your head. Yeah. Like oh, easily. Right. Easily. Yeah, and then uh, he's got that great voice. After We'd he, like to introduce yeah. the third member of our handheld family. And he finished his. Spiel Did you ask him to take that hand test, <laughs> where he holds up his no, hand but, in front but, of his face just to make sure he doesn't he pulls, have whatever? Like somewhat of an Oprah, because then he's like, "Okay, I'm done with all the release dates. By the way, the handheld's here." And someone just takes it out of a backpack and puts it in our hands. Yeah. And so, it's like, what is So Jose right and I now? went from "What the hell are you talking about?" to yeah. "Oh my god, I'm holding it in yeah. half a second. Yep. And uh, there was a thing on the table that said, you know, FCC regulations mean you can't take a picture of it. Uh, there was a sticker on the back that said prototype. And immediately I'm just holding this thing. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm holding a 2DS. <laughs> I didn't even know what this was a minute ago. Did okay. it turn on? Well, not, Yeah, uh, I played Mario yeah, Kart. I played uh, New Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers 2. I'm trying. I'm really, I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> really? Are you really yeah. switching over? I'm trying to switch over. Yeah. You Which, well, Really? Yeah. 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 He's get Why would for the you rest do of his that? If he does. Yeah. Why not? We'll see. We'll see. The listeners so are telling cool. me don't do it. We put yeah. a shock collar on him. Mario, Mario. Oh, God, Mario, Mario. Sorry. So Colin is the only one in the office that can say Mario okay. and get away with it. So uh, anyone in, I say I like Hilia. Do I have to change that? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's a lake in Zelda. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, All right. So, so really quick, before we dissect what he showed, let's mm-hmm. just quickly talk about the cab ride back. Brian is texting what we saw to some of the team at IGN, and I'm just like, wait till we get there. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to tell some of them now. Yeah. And then one of them texts me back like, this sounds crazy. And I say, well, screw it. I text back, he made the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm texting our news guys, Andrew Goldfarb and Mitch Dyer, and I'm like, you know, the embargo's Wednesday morning. I have all the information, though, if you guys want to start writing the stories now. It's always, it's always good to give our guys like a little heads yeah. up with mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Wednesday morning, they don't wake up and act surprised. Um, and have to scramble and write a bunch of stories. And they're like, there's a Nintendo 2DS. They're going back a number. You are lying. You're bullshitting me. Yeah. And well, guys, I was getting it from you to them and then them texting it to me. Yeah. Telephone. Like, everybody yeah. in the office is texting me. So then like, Jose threw him off. not going to believe what's going on. I'm like, I just didn't believe any. I was like, okay, Jose threw him right. off the trail and he's like, everything Brian's saying is a liar. And yeah. then Mitch and Andrew are like, I'm never trusting you again. <laughs> and I go, you know what? That's messed up, man. I'm taking my scoops to GameSpot. I, I found out the, the way that most readers found yeah. out about it. But though I was at breakfast with my, my housemate and I got a text from, well, Matt Casmasina going, well, it looks like Nintendo's done with the 3D. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I went on, you know, checked yeah. my phone. And I'm like, what am I looking at? <laughs> what? Seriously, this thing yeah. looks like a wedge. Were you were you upset? Were you like, what was your first reaction? I w- first of all, I was baffled. I was like, uh, I couldn't believe that Nintendo would, you know, give up on the 3D part of the 3DS. Yeah. It, it just, that was like, what? Hang on a second. They, <laughs> they, there's so much they said they could do with this thing. And, and I actually felt this depressed because I'm one of the few people that actually enjoys the 3D. Oh, me 3D too. Is okay. so 2010. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I enjoy it. I know it can actually add to an no, like experience. It, and I keep it on as much as possible, but I can understand why people don't like it. Mm-hmm. So this was like, oh, Nintendo's finally given it up, which means developers can now go, well, we decided not to make our game 3D. So they have a system that can, you know, not do 3D anymore. But... I just had to look at that picture. I'm going, what are they trying to do? Yeah. Because it doesn't fold, and it, it doesn't do 2D, and um, what else is missing? That was, that was pretty much all it was, right? It's just yeah. missing the 3D. That's it. Intentionally. And the clamshell well, design. It's also yeah, kind, of, it's design. kind of you know, not an improved battery, and it has small screens like the original well, it, well, DS. It's better, so. than, it's better than the original DS, uh, 3DS, excuse me, but it's not better than the next. Are you talking about battery life? Yeah, battery life on it, but, it is a little better than, but than the regular it's 30 3DS. minutes rated better. That's, like, that's yeah. completely it's tiny. negligible. Yeah, it is negligible. Oh, really? I didn't it's know tiny. that. Is yeah, it, the, the battery life stuff came out. So it's a 
it 3.5 to 6.5 versus 3 to 6. Yeah, which was more like 2.5 to like... I don't know, five to me. My DS stays on for about 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Your 3DS. Well, the weird, when you think about that too, a lot of the DS time is spent in sleep mode. Right. And with this, it's got a manual sleep mode button. So most kids probably, yeah, most kids will probably just throw it on the couch and walk away. Well, that's true. It comes back and it's dead. And so I don't understand the the idea of the the sleep mode switch to begin with. It's like, couldn't they have, well, if it's just a 3DS, I can kind of understand that just you have to have a sleep switch because that power switch would just turn it off. Yeah. It's yeah, like, but you would think that they would think about that. It's like, why not just tap the power and it's in sleep mode instead of, and it holds it. would be too much like the PSP. Off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so we came back to the office and nobody believed us. And I'm yeah. talking everybody heard, at IGN. And since I was at home, I heard you drew a uh, They made us go yeah. to separate corners and draw it. They were <laughs> yeah. like, this is not, let's see if they have the same drawing. Like, you guys split up. That's really I can see one. this. I can see it. It was, it was like when, you know, like the, the cops pull two juveniles into mm-hmm. two separate, like, yeah, totally. talk, you know, and they're it's just like, oh, your friend down the hall is telling a different story than you. He's snitching. Yeah, he's yeah. snitching like a bird. So they had us go into two separate areas and then Jose drew his and he drew this like square slash triangle wedge thing and then I drew mine and we held them up and they're like, Oh my god, it's real! <laughs> I really, so, really I, wish we would have had the cameras rolling. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking yeah. everyone in editorial, this everyone means in video. We really have to prank them next time we go to Nintendo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that could be it. So I, I actually went back to my desk and I photoshopped the mock-up of what it looked like, and I was bringing people over all day, and they were just like, "What the hell are they thinking?" <laughs> How dare they? Well, see, you, and I was like, "Well, been saying there's all this negative reaction, but I oh, there was, there I, absolutely I still was. Hadn't experienced that from. I mean, I guess maybe, yeah, maybe now. Where but were you looking? Time, well, no, just when I got to the office, I, I you know, everybody's like, oh, this is just, I can see exactly what they're going for. They're they going had two days to think this, about it by the yeah, time you yeah, got in. We were saying yeah. that from when we got here, we just kind of understood, like, okay, they're aiming this this device at a younger audience. Yeah, they clearly have said so. It's a cheap entry level 3DS, and we were, you know, we talked about it, and everyone here was like, "No, this is bad. Yeah. I can't wait to see the gaff thread." Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, nobody said that. It's, that it confuses yes, the issue. <laughs> it yeah, confuses it absolutely. Nobody confused. wants to see the gaff thread. Oh yeah, That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I need to hear names for that after the podcast. Okay. Sure. Um, when I have a thought experiment, real quick. Okay. If they had showed us all this amazing new flat tablet-like 3DS, but made it a uh, shiny white. DS light finish model with slightly bigger screens. I think we would all like loved it. I don't sure. think so. I Brian and I would have. I, I mean, I, I personally, like, you know, it just would look sexy, to... kind of. You well, know, like th- th- it was that red and black toyness of it, which is aimed at. I don't think kids, that's I what, guess. that was that the thing really that drove throw, me. That's not really? what threw me. It it just threw me the idea that they're going back to a non folding design. Now you're saying you're saying Jose that the, they they kind of clearly are marketing it towards kids. Now I just got back from vacation and um, I had a road trip with my friend and his son in the back seat, five five years old, and uh, he's using the regular DS Lite and he's playing Mario Kart and all that stuff and he knows how to use it but he just you know when he's done with it he closes the clamshell and throws it away but i showed my new one every time yeah exactly so he throws it in in his bag or on the seat but i showed my friend this is this is the new system that is targeted to your kid what do you think and he's like the folding design was what saves that system you know and and it's like Mm -hmm. and i think that you know like if it's just going to throw on the the seat it's going to get all scratched up and it's not going to be thrown in the bag you can buy a carrying case true but how often is it my my friend's kid doesn't throw it in his carrying case but then again like my my i mean my game boy i still have and it's never been scratched i I was going to say we we've had like a game boy we've had uh nintendo handhelds that didn't have the clamshell i agree that the clamshell is a better way to protect it i totally agree i've never used a case on my phone that's true but here's the i'm sure that they designed this because they're sick of all the kids 
Because like that's the one weak link on a, on a DS is the hinge, right? And yeah, I'm part. sure that they get complaints all the time that their kids snapped it or stepped on it and it's broken. Really? I'm sure God, of it. Kids. Dude, oh they're absolutely gosh. sure Dude, of the it. The hinges break on yeah. that thing so easily. It's they so do. Far they're like, story we're not going to have this thing close or open. It's you, like you, you guys, you guys are missing the major biggest talking point here is that it's a hundred and thirty dollars. Yes. And that and it doesn't matter if it folds or if it, you you tell a kid take care of your shit and you tell a dad you have forty dollars in your pocket to get drunk. <laughs> but doesn't that, it makes a world of difference? It fit in your the forty dollars does. <laughs> but the but the system itself. I, I mean, I have my, my my XL on my on me right now, but I don't okay. think I would be able to have that system in a pocket. Craig, you're seven have... feet tall. Of yeah, course, you have your true. XL on you right now. Hands, you're one of the tallest people I've ever yeah. met. It's in my pocket. I don't carry my 3ds XL in my pocket. Saw what just happened if you're watching this in video, but it, he slid his laptop into his pocket <laughs> and then pulled this out his laptop. 3ds no. XL. I think I think the notion of handhelds or anything like that having to fit in your pocket I, anymore is stupid. So I, do I think, think that iPads and iPad Minis don't fit in people's pockets. My Vita doesn't fit in my pocket because I don't will. put it in my pocket. Uh, yeah. It goes in a what, case. What, what, what about pets? Do you think pets should fit in your pocket? Pets? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know, like having a little guinea pig that kind of sits in your. Sure, I think cats are terrible. I'm going to put that on record because they've never fit. So, so if Nintendo wants to market this thing right, and Craig and I were talking about this at lunch, like they would play up. Okay, this doesn't have a clamshell design, so it's not protected in that way. But these are durable screens. Yeah, you you would hope that they would hammer that message home in the first introduction trailer, which they did have. Well, they'll, like, run over it with a big rig and, you know, to maybe, show maybe, But again, like, I don't, like, I don't really think they need to do guys, that. Every, everybody like has books. a tablet, and, then, and Apple doesn't go around saying, yeah. like, guess what? The screen is really durable. No, but and they it, do. It, it, you no, 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 browse no, the internet no. with whoa, the two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Apple, Apple products, commercials, Apple making of videos, they're constantly showing you all the shit that they can do with that glass. Like, they're drilling it with things. They're, like, bending it. I don't what? think any of it is real. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I have. On iPhone 4, on iPhone 5, they're constantly talking about how durable the glass is on those things. They, they're marketing it and saying that. Now, is it true? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Like, you would think that they would play that up in the first video to say, hey, yeah, this is – because they have it in a, in a little kid's hand in that video. Yeah. They don't say anything about it at but, all. It's just like, hey, I mean, it'll be fine. The last two things Nintendo has invented have been tablet-like devices. Yeah. They're, they're making that's, tablets. Yeah, that's just that, – And that's they, they expect people to understand right what a tablet is. Yeah. Right. I just have a feeling that one of their R and D departments came with this, you know, came up with this idea for something else, and they said, "Well, we can market that for kids." And I, my my hypothesis is, I don't know if you remember like a year ago, where Miyamoto said, "Hey, I was working on the software for the Louvre." You know, for example, you mm-hmm. can go into the museum and you can That's you, right. you can rent that. a, a 3ds and kind of walk around with them, but you don't need the 3d for that kind of thing. And I have a feeling that maybe this device so was created cool for that. that. Yeah, right? yeah, it was made for that because it's stackable. You can probably have a whole bunch of cheap it's for all these yeah. people to use. Yeah. They can walk around with it instead of a, a, an iPad. It reminds me of uh, too a similar thing. I've heard about that museum thing in Japan. I've also heard like uh, if you go to uh, the ballpark in Seattle, yeah. there are certain things you can do with the DS. Sure, right. like order and you don't and need things. the 3D for that. And yeah, you and you right. want to have it as durable as possible so that you know because you're giving it out to so many people that are just going to you know treat it like shit. That you yeah. know it's just you know you, you would they would break the hinge or mm-hmm. they would you know do all sorts of things to that system but a really cheap system that's, that's pretty much disposable i think yeah. it's probably a better thing to do the other, the other really important thing here is that it plays ds games which means that immediately if this is your first time owning one mm-hmm. of these things which it isn't for anyone in this room we're right. jaded old we're on yeah. our eighth ds each <laughs> 
for some kid saves up 130 bucks or gets it for Christmas, he has access to a library of hundreds of games. Yeah. Some of those are some of the best games ever made. Like right. some of the games on the DS. The DS is probably has one of the best libraries of any video game console ever. I'm going to put that on record yeah. easily, yeah. easily. And the 3DS has has like better and better stuff every Absolutely. single month. So, Gosh. I mean, that's huge just to come in and be like, I can walk into a used game store and buy five games for five bucks each for the DS that are all awesome. So they could have thrown was... a free digital game on it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, no, I, I'm everything. totally with you on that. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. It just kind of makes me sad that kids don't get a game with their damn system anymore. Yeah. Like, that, come yeah. on, man. Like, I totally agree with that. Like, I know mm-hmm. you're making them buy it, and everybody's going to buy it anyway. Kids, we don't. <laughs> we don't either. Yeah, just to backtrack, but in, in the 3DS's case, though, they are getting a bunch of applications that are stored on it, right? They're silly, like, throwaway games. They're not yeah. like Tetris. Well, they are. Yeah, sure. Sure. Street Pass yeah. stuff. They are getting yeah. something out of it. You can just yeah. Street Pass by yourself on Christmas morning. There's those AR games you can play. I played yeah. those for a yeah. little while yeah, when I first started. Yeah, yeah, things like that. are still in there. So is this an admission that 3D was not a great idea i was gonna say so exactly to that point and to face raiders it's really funny that there's still stereoscopic cameras on it well because like, you can take stereoscopic pictures yes. and yeah, yeah. yeah. so like you that. can do that and yeah. also you can play these games right yeah. so like they can take out the 3d screen and they might not be caring about 3d display but they care about the 3d camera mm-hmm. still and they care about augmented reality which i think works better with stereo cameras absolutely right? that's mm-hmm. how it, that because it's triangulates yeah. the, mm-hmm. the depth of it so so, so with this thing really 3d cool. 3d went from optional to just like you don't need it at all yeah. with this device to not optional yeah. yeah to not optional is this an admission 3 jumping on the 3d train was a bad idea well I brought this up before. So, you know, if this is being tailored to the kids, right? I mean, I don't know if you remember back in the day, there was a little toy called the Viewmaster. Right? Yeah, of course. And every kid got one of these things back in the day. I mean, they still have them. But they, when I got it and I looked at I'm looking at pretty pictures. I never fathomed that this, these were 3D pictures when I was yeah. seven years old. I just Actually, like, I never thought pictures. about that either when so I was a it's kid. Like, I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah, it's really and it's like, so this thing, you know, clearly if you give the 3DS, it's like, hey, check out Super Mario 3D Land and 3D. Mm-hmm. It's like, the kid isn't going to care. Yeah. It's like, you know, honestly, it's like the, the, I really appreciate 3D. I appreciate the depth, but that's because I know it's there. Mm-hmm. Whereas the kid is not going to do know this. And so, sure, make a system that totally, know, is totally. not going to make it all blurry. And, 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 and Nintendo had, has this weird history of putting out all these sort of optional things that they quietly either walk away from or just leave on the table for other people to use. Like, how often do you really use, like, the second screen in most 3DS games now? Not as much as we did a few years ago when the DS came out. Everything had to use that second screen. Mm-hmm. Most of the action takes place on the top screen now. You're not right. really looking at the bottom screen very much. I mean, I, look at the Wii U. Like, most games you're playing on your TV, you're occasionally looking down at the gamepad. I don't know if that's an admission of defeat or anything like that. I just think that they give these experiences and they give these options, but they just always kind of end up going with what just works, which is just you're playing a video game staring at a screen. I mean, um, I think 3DS was, it was a marketing thing. Yeah, and, and it wasn't a game development thing. Like, I, there are a couple people who were like, "Okay, well, let's see what we can do with Pushmo and make this a better game with 3D." But sure. other than that, it was just really cool to like put it on, and be like, "This, this is the only system that you can have glasses-free 3D right. and, and see yeah. this." Cool and cut it's scene it's in. it's also worth That's noting it's for. It's this for isn't scenes. this isn't Nintendo out of desperation. Like yeah. the Wii U no. price cut might be the 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 Wind Waker bundle might be the 3DS has been the best-selling system in the world for the last three months. Like the, all their Pokemon's coming out, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's no US. one, yeah, yeah. And there's no one sitting there going, man, you know, we're really having a tough time selling these things. No. They're just going, you know what, we're just, we're burning down the house here. Let's burn down the whole right. block. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I, I, I think that, I mean, like I said, when I first saw the system, I was like just depressed that this could be an opportunity for developers to say, you know what, screw 3D. We won't put in the dev, dev no, for, um, you know, getting 3D working in our, our yeah. games because now there is a system that doesn't need it at all or can't even see it. But, you know what, I don't think this is going to kill 3D at all. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, cause, okay. because there are going to be more of the 3D systems than there are all the 2D systems. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I would not buy the 2DS. I would buy it just for kitsch value, maybe for collector's sake, but I'm sure. not going to use it yeah. because I know that this system is is much more functional. Yeah, and, man, if and, it and comes better. out in Famicom colors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Geez, okay. So, yeah, but yeah, like I, I said, you know, I brought up the whole, you know, you, we dropped the the, the 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 ballpark and the Louvre and stuff like that. Things where you would have the system that doesn't need the 3D, you know, so that. This is what that system is for. Yep. It's like yeah. it's for the kids that can't see or don't care about 3D. It's for the people that don't need 3D. Um, but gaming can benefit from three-dimensional, sure. uh, the, the stereoscopic 3D, and um, I don't think it's going to kill it. I, I like the idea of a cheaper, you know, easier to entry point system being on the market that tw- you know five million kids will buy that will suddenly inflate the 3DS's. Demographic and group yeah. to you use the cons- terms entry point yep. demographic. <laughs> that was true because then somebody can come along and go, "Hey, there you are really ten. Talk- you really did talk to Reggie the other day. Yeah. There are ten million people playing a 3DS right now. Let's right. make games for it. It's the same way they did with magazine subscriptions, where you inflate the numbers and somebody goes." You know, let's give them out for free. Give them out for dirt cheap. Blah yeah. blah blah. Fifty million people are subscribed to this magazine. Oh, I got to advertise for that. Yeah. Like people will make more 3DS games when more people have 3DSs. If, if- so if Sony had a Vita that was a hundred bucks. Yeah. And they sold 10 million more Vitas. People would be, make more Vita games, and people like me would be able to play more Vita games. It's as simple yeah, as that. It would be really interesting after this holiday to record, the, you know, when we finally get a hold of those numbers, right? When everyone sends out their press releases yep. and says how they did, because it happens every year, how this did. Hey, yeah. you know what a Vita would be called the two screens? What? A double Vita. Oh, God. Like a and W. And <laughs> a W is two. <laughs> okay, okay. But you did, you did say before that. Uh, you wish Nintendo would put out like a larger white version of this with bigger screens. They will. Yeah. Like this no, is I mean, what I they do. Think, I, there will be a 2DS XL. There'll be a 2DS like. Yeah. I think there would have been less backlash. So, you know, I, I I called the 2DS in episode 92 of really? NBC. Yeah. Wow. Down to the episode. What did you call? Earliest. They're the earliest episodes. I was around. What did you call? I don't know. Some people were just tweeting that at me all day. Oh, okay. I haven't listened to it. Okay. Because I already knew. Oh, there you go. Basically, I said it was going to be a wedge-shaped knob. <laughs> and it won't close. I, so, apparently, uh, I said yeah. something about 2DS. So, uh, Brian, why don't we tell them a little... I mean, we went hands-on with it. Yeah. Right? We, we held it in our hands. One of the things I will say that was a little weird... It, it, it felt okay in the hands. I mean, the, the back is obviously flat. There are no contours. Is it light? It yeah. feels sturdy, but not light. Not cheap light, but like, you know, well-made, like well-built light. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one... The, 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 the triggers at the top. Are yeah, that's the, thing the one that I'm thing. Having that... a little bit of a weird time. Oh, they're way up. Huh? Oh, yeah. Like they're not this. just way up. They're on the side. Yeah, they're right on the top. They're on the side. Yeah, they, ca- they come so, around the corner. Yeah. Hang on. Let me. I'm using an iPad Mini mm-hmm. to show yeah. this, but it's roughly the dimensions I sure. feel a little bit. Yeah. And so if I'm holding it and resting my fingers yes. across the top and using the analog and using the buttons, it felt uh, weird. I so it's for giant always, children. I always wanted to hold it like this and yeah. put my hands behind it, every finger, and just use my thumbs. And so it's really weird. I'm wondering with extended play how it's going to feel and how ergonomic this design really is yeah. or if it isn't. So I tried Mario Kart. I was power sliding within five seconds. How everything, did that feel? Everything felt fine. It just was weird to me to be holding 
a device where I'm just holding the top of it. Well, because basically it's, there's 70% of the system at the yeah. bottom that your hands are nowhere near. It's, it's just hanging waiting. down there. It's really yeah, weird, and it's weird. clearly made to kind of mimic what's already going on with the Wii U gamepad. Yeah. So I was looking at that. I was like, other than the shoulder buttons, of course, the shoulder buttons, just the way you have to reach around and, mm-hmm. and kind of, if your fingers are small, you can hit the sides. I can't, is that true? I mean, I haven't seen anyone actually like kind of play around with it video-wise. Yeah, I guess so. It's um, funny too to walk into work and find out there was an unboxing video out in Italy of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah, well, I guess it's I want to I want to issue a mod yeah. challenge to see the first person that can add a hinge to it. <laughs> well, <laughs> how funny would that? Well, be? one of the one of the things I read, uh, I guess it was um, your old cohort, Jeremy Parrish. All right, let's start a fight. I'm here. not starting. No, I'm starting. A f- I'm, I'm I'm actually mentioning the the whole if <laughs> it's if it's actually true. I know that the way they make it is if there's a full panel behind, but it's one mask. screen, yeah, right? And, and, and just for context for listeners, Scott Moffat uh, spoke to Jeremy. He's a sales VP or marketing person. I'm not entirely sure. I should know his job title before I even say his name. But he told Jeremy, yeah, that as a cost-cutting measure, he indicated that this would be a single screen and that there was some confusion yesterday yeah. because we're not entirely we sure been if, able that's, to confirm that. if that's real or not, right? Yeah. If Scott Moffat just misspoke and yeah. thought he knew what it's he was It's an saying. interesting tidbit if it is true. Yeah. Um, because it would mean that it's not the cheapest way to go about it. To yeah. make one large touch screen, which is what it would have to be, does and then not cover up parts of it. Just using, and, and they're the exact same size as the old DSs, so yeah. they have a million of these screens at their disposal that they've already created and designed everything. Why yeah. wouldn't they just use those? So, Craig, what do you think? You think that's legit or you think um, he Well, let's, let's say it is legit that it's a panel. One of the things I, I read was, oh, if it's one panel, that means the whole thing is touchscreen and yeah. hackers can get at it. And I'm like, well, no, it doesn't necessarily mean that the top part is touch. I don't think they would put the layer of the, what is it, uh, re- resistive, the resistive yeah. layer that actually senses the touch. I don't yeah. think they would. It's actually, that it's Pikmin's. It. Oh, oh, they're Pikmin's. just And they're right. pushing up at the oh, same totally. time. Yeah. So I don't think the Pikmin's would actually move <laughs> up to the top screen. Um, but it's, it's, it's no for, fruit if, up there. If, if they're actually doing it for cost-cutting measures, that just seems like an extra cost that doesn't need to be there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, uh, it's but, it's a it's a really weird thing for me to consider that they would make something and then just cover up parts of it. Yeah. To turn it. off all the pixels. <laughs> yeah, around. yeah. It's like because you have to and... carefully cut out the contour of both screens, mm-hmm. make sure there's no bleed over. Right. And if and there's if the borders, any pixel issues, like yeah. if you got stuck pixels on the other parts that were off all the time, they would like shine through the plastic. It'd be so funny. So, so what? That's uh, crazy. That's a crazy idea. So, what other announcements from yesterday sort of caught your eye? The one that caught my eye was that. Uh, even though I'm, can you just run through them real quick? Uh, I, I could, sure. Um, folks hate when I run through stuff, but oh, really? sure. Um, I'm going to bring up the one that stood out to me though before I run through them. Wii U Party, um, which they said is coming out in October. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it very interesting that that has a Wii Remote Plus bundle for forty nine ninety nine. This is the new Wii Play, folks, right? And it comes like, with a little a little kitchen table you can put it on. Did you see that? Oh, the little it's stand. Got, it's right? got a little stand that you can just wait. What? It's the yeah, this bundle comes with a little Wii no U stand. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, you, can make, you told me Pikmin's co- you know, like work on that this. is science <laughs> what is, fact. What, is, what do you mean? It's, it's a it's a little stand that uh, holds your Wii U flat horizontally on. Well, the gamepad, you oh, mean. Game yeah, yeah, not, yeah. So now, why would you put your system on that? Because there's a lot of games so that involve... So you can put it in a drawer and close it. It's so, yeah, well, sort of. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a... So you can play it like a board game, basically. Because right now, if you take a Wii U gamepad and you put it on the table, it's... Uh-huh. Diagonal. It's, oh, right. it's tilted. So it's a flat surface. <laughs> the the, the, okay. the R&L buttons are just constantly firing. And, and if you think about it, uh, way back when we saw the first intro video for Wii U, right? right. There were uh, 
sort of footage of two people sharing the screen and playing something that looked right. like Othello or whatever yeah. it was. Um, and what they've shown in trailers, this game has a lot of little things like that. I'm very interested in this game just because it seems like one of those minigame collections that people seem to hate but I think are okay, especially if you play them with, with friends like and folks who just don't traditionally play games. And on, we, we on play a scale was, from hate to okay. We play was games? one of the best-selling games of last gen. Oh, it was. So. Well, yeah. it was a controller. Though. Yeah, but it came with a controller. It was right? the yeah. controller. Well, that's what this, one, that's what this one's doing. And the doing. games were terrible. Like, I tried to play the ping pong one on we play. I was like, what is this? Yeah, like I'm sure some of them are racing okay, game. Yeah, so the cool thing about those games is there's always one or two that it's just like amazing. Yeah. Everything else is kind of bad. But. So that stood out to me. Here's the rundown of what they, what else they announced. $50 price decline starting September 20th. Why wait a month? On the, the Wii, Wii U, yeah. On the Wii U, why wait a month for a price drop? It's not because like you're they, waiting for retail to restock. They're waiting for games. They're not. It's basically they're getting it closer to the games that people want. And so okay. it's like they're going to generate the marketing for the games that are coming out. Because that's the only reason why people aren't buying the Wii U is because there's just no games. But you have... Excuse me. Don't you have Rayman? Don't you have uh, you do. Wonder for One Hundred and One? Like a little before that date. But or the big games that, that people are waiting for is Zelda, Mario, and and first party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what Nintendo they market. Just, they're marketing the first party, not the yeah. third party. They should repackage the Wii U like they're doing with the 2DS as the Wii, and then not ship the gamepad with it. And not ship the gamepad no, with don't it. Do that. Yeah. That's the worst. They just call no. it the Wii. No. Uh, Sam. Then how do you turn it on? Yeah. <laughs> like how do you with a Wii remote? No. But it has to come with a controller. I mean, that's the one thing I you hate. Just take off a screen. And, and I know you're saying it jokingly, but people actually bring this up on the message board all the it's time. True. Like release the system without the gamepad. It's like the gamepad. They they put the gamepad in there 100 percent of the time so that you would support it. If you don't put it in the package, no one's going to support it. It's like, yeah. Just look at you know uh, was it uh, the PS3 Move? It's like, yeah. No one supports Move yeah. because it's not in the button. And that's why they're putting the connect in with the Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's still an option though in that case. Okay, really quick too with the uh, it's just it's very unfortunate to me that it is a month because Rayman mm-hmm. Legends is a fantastic game and that's going to come out before the price drop and you're basically setting it up so that only people who have the system are going to buy it at least the day it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you guys heard that there's people in this very office that feel like the Wii U version of Rayman is inferior because they like the button pressing automated what's the guy's name? Murphy? Uh, Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, they yeah, like yeah, the yeah. autom like Mitch, for instance, like loves the automated Murphy. Well, yeah. And he doesn't want to <clears throat> control I, I it on the Wii U. And actually. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, so here's the thing. I and people have been asking me up and down. I reviewed Rayman Legends for IGN. Uh the review went up on Monday, and people have been coming at me sideways, like, well, which one is definitive? Mm-hmm. This is a Wii U exclusive. Maybe they had that voice. I have no idea. They do. Um, it and, sounds more like this. <laughs> yeah, and my answer to that was, well, it depends on how you plan on playing this game. Mm-hmm. I feel that the multiplayer version, uh, the the better multiplayer is in the Wii U version because the gamepad is super cool when you're using it. and mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's so playing. cool. It's really fun. <clears throat> but in single player, it is the PS3 and 360 version. Oh, it is. In okay, so opinion. the Murphy actually just... Oh, you, yeah. like the, you like the automatic Murphy for that. I do, okay. because in the Wii U version, and this is slightly off topic, but I'll make it quick. That's not off topic. Um, oh, it is on topic. You're right. Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> basically, the, the game turns into... Uh, a an iOS game in Murphy Missions. You yeah. play as Rayman for two seconds. You come across an AI-controlled character who's stuck in sort of a pitfall, a trap, some sort of terrible thing. 
and you trans you turn into Murphy, you trade places, and the whole interaction at that point is the touchscreen itself, and you're cutting ropes and clearing pathways for the AI character to make it through. So it becomes an escort mission, right? And we all know how escort missions. Oh, come I forgot across, about the AI parts. Where yeah, it can get really annoying when he does or or things just occur that should not have occurred. Yeah. When you were trying to clear out a pathway and he goes into a spike. That's that such he a bummer. Have so anyway. there's no definitive version of this game. In my opinion, there isn't. To me, like it's the, the it's the Wii U version if you have somebody else <clears throat> to play with. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the single player other than the you're saying the escort missions are no. a detriment to the to the game design? Yeah, I feel so. Yeah, and I, I can sp- I can speak on this too because I played a bunch of the of the Murphy missions two player. They're intrusive. They and just completely take over. Sorry. I I, re- no, I really enjoy them two player and then, you know, my girlfriend went to bed and I was like I'm going to keep playing and then a Murphy mission popped up and you see his face in the corner of a level and you're like, "Oh man, I wonder how this is going to go." And it's me playing as Murphy and then Barbara the Barbarian's running around and I had to clear all these obstacles for her and I would clear them and she would just jump into a spike. Mm-hmm. And it happened 12 times in a row and I had to keep well, restarting so the level. what about on like regular missions where Murphy just needs to cut a rope or or move up, you know, or like tickle a guy? Mm-hmm. What happens in that, you, in that situation? You tickle, you're, you're, while the AI character is moving forward, you are swiping and So and like say I need to character. bounce through a huge area of spikes and I just need to tap those eyes so they close? Uh, yeah, the yeah, demo seems yeah, to work that's fine. What you, you just know. do mm-hmm. it on your no, screen. No, and it does. It, I would say it's sort of a 50, 60, but 40, you're 50, talking about specific split. levels where it's a Murphy Murphy level. missions okay. themselves, yeah. they switch control to Murphy. So you if you can pallet those, then it sounds like the Wii U version is the way to go. As long as you're okay with that. Yeah, but and that's how many a single player thing. A lot. A lot. <laughs> there are a lot of them. Really? And, and yes. I got to the point where, which Brian did, and you got to it a lot faster, yeah. where I'd see Murphy's face show up in a painting because that's how you sort of interact with levels. You see a painting and you mm-hmm. see sort of the description of what's happening. And I'd be like, oh, God. So like, on the Xbox, how do they handle that? those levels then? With a button press. Yeah. So it's, it's just like you are right. with other levels then. So it's, you're pressing A, Every once in a while, while it's sort of like a that. rhythm game. Yeah, there's like a prompt see, where you I see like something. That. That, yeah. Really, that sounds really uncreative. Yeah. Like if if it's if it, all it is, they took, they took the touchscreen and all the stuff that you're doing on the tablet and turned it into a button press. Well, yeah. that's what that they do for all like, the levels. Oh, we need to but figure they're saying out. it's an ad- advantage well, for this. Here, type I could I could speak to this a little because um, I played uh, most of the review. I had played a lot of that one until I played the Wii U version because yeah. we had PS3 360 code first. Um, it does sound really unoriginal, but they put timing into it, which was really cool. Like, you're playing as Rayman, sort of navigating and making your way through, and you'll need to hit a lever at a specific timing so that you'll survive the whatever situation is, the platforming mm-hmm. that's going on at the time. Um, and in that sense, your, your brain is sort of getting split in half, right? You're trying to play as Rayman, and you're also quickly <laughs> hitting the switch as Murphy and then quickly trying to be Rayman again. Yep. And it's it's a lot more challenging than you think. It's a lot more fun too. It's cool. And like Murphy, um, they they set it up so there's timing involved. So Murphy, if there's an interaction point, he'll kind of hover around it. <clears throat> and when you press the button, you may have pressed it at the wrong time, and he carves out the wrong way. And then you have to wait till it grows back, or you have to find a way around it, or deal with the consequences, sounds, which may mean that could be cool. But yeah, I mean, so I, what, I, I what, like what the it context. ends up doing is giving you chains of difficult things to do, where you're controlling the jumping or moving. And you have to also like think about what this guy's doing over here and kind of yep. tab. So it's like you kind of come up with these little button padding patterns mm-hmm. that you go with. But, it's but really here's the challenge with PS3 360 is that everyone has control of Murphy. And so like Sam was helping out when we were capturing for the video review and he was hitting the switch when I was hitting the switch or we were hitting at different times. Oh, yeah. And sometimes there were collisions here and there where it was like, well, Murphy carved out the wrong thing and we all just died. Yep. <laughs> or, or Murphy carved out a thing. We have to wait until it reappears. And so you're almost designating, like, okay, Altano, you're going to... Well, it, sounds like, it yeah. sounds like both sides have their own issues in terms of those levels. Because mm-hmm. if you're playing multiplayer, 
that particular timing part would be just as annoying <clears throat> as if you accidentally swiped on the wrong thing on the, sure. the touchscreen and the, the AI did the wrong thing. So it sounds like the so. Murphy levels are still kind of lame then in the other one. Too. Yeah, yeah, they could be good, but they could be bad. So, Same thing. It could but be see, good. I so, like, still the love game them. Would have been better without the levels. No, because I, I think they're awesome on Wii U in co-op. Yeah, co-op. I think they're awesome that's in right. co-op. Amazing. When somebody so, is controlling Rayman and I'm controlling Murphy on a touchscreen, sure. they are awesome. Cool. Well, I, so, but the thing is, you want to get 100 percent in the game, so you have like it's essentially saying like you should probably play this co-op. Yeah, like, they shouldn't give you an option to play it single player. Yeah. Sure, that would be kind of a good solution. I think. Cool. Okay. Yep. So there, there's your Rayman. Your Rayman session. What? Where were you in the playtested section? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I was at a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. So uh, September 20th, uh, we talked about it already, but the Zelda theme digital, uh, excuse me, uh, bundle, 32 gigabyte hard drive, uh, unique gamepad, the system it's itself, uh, you know what I mean, 32 yeah. gigs of memory, sorry. Good clarification, though. Uh, digital version of Hyrule Historia, which was a surprise. It's kind of cool. What Don't call it? it an app. A digital version of the Hyrule Historia book okay. that they put out through right. Dark Horse. Um, or at least in the States they did. Which is really cool. Yep, and a digital version of Wind Waker HD. Um, and yeah, that, that was, that's actually really cool. Don't call it an app. Well, when, I called it an app in front of Reggie, Hyrule Historia, so it's like an app. No, don't call is it an it, app. Do you have to go online to, to view it? Or is it something uh, don't know. You download the application to your Wii U, and That's you are cool. turning the pages. Don't, don't, don't call it an app. Don't call it an application. Don't call it an app. Don't call it an application. You download the executable file. I don't know what Reggie that. actually got noticeably upset when you yeah. did that. Yeah, he did. He was like, don't. He actually leaned back in his chair and cracked his knuckles. He's like, it's he not should, an app. Don't you should embrace it. the fact that it's called an app because I think Amazon was uh, suing Apple for the use of apps since it's just a generic term for application. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look up yeah. and see whether Hyrule Historia is out of print now. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can still buy it. I just bought it for my nephew within the last month. Yeah, I had it sent to him, so it's still out there. But a digital version, that's a cool incentive, right? On top of a free copy of the game, right? For sure. Wind Waker HD, which we've talked about and is I'll tell you what, that Wind Waker... Uh, game bundle, the pre-order bundle from GameStop is cooler than that whole damn Wii U bundle. So talk about that. Oh, it's so cool. So and, and like it's it's kind of stinky that it's only a GameStop Exclusive. thing. Yeah. But um, it's basically stinky. a large a large boxed version of Wind Waker with a Ganondorf toy in it or a, mm. a figure. I think mm-hmm. it's in like a little case too. Like it's yeah. in a little glass case. That's like a, a precious moment doll, but yeah, for man babies. They're <laughs> making it very difficult for me to continue my 100% digital purchase. I know. I know. It's the first game that I uh, bought non-digital. Yeah. And I did it. I had to. And uh, uh, this is on the heels of what I think is the best pre-order of all time was Wind Waker. Because with Wind Waker, when you pre-order Wind Waker, you got the Zelda collector's Master disc. Quest. Oh, God, Master yeah. Quest yeah. on it, mm-hmm. which is just mind-blowingly cool. <laughs> first yeah. time the in coolest the thing ever. For, for context free for folks. First too. time. It yeah. was a free thing. They just handed it to you at the counter. So that's also kind of a bummer because this is a special edition. And a special edition is not a pre-order bonus, really. It costs $10 more. And Ganon, in, uh, the art style for Ganon in that game is one of the ones that I like <laughs> probably the most. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Re- it looks I'm, really cool. I just like the whole box and everything. Like I just... I. I like Wind Waker enough that like I have to, I have to have. Yeah, that, wait, the cardboard box super limited because the cardboard box is going in the trash. I know, man, but I kind of like the whole package of it. It's like this little cube, and it's like Wind Waker, and it's. Like I like the figure looks cool. I want it on my desk at work, but I don't know what I would do with that giant box that says video game logos on it. Right, it's literally ahead. the same size. No, it fits was, right in it. Yeah. I was just saying that you know I, I go on record all the time saying I'm not a fan of the tune shaded link style. So that's I mean, so that's, weird to I bring that really, up. Ten no, years, no, it's been settled. No, what I'm saying is you were saying, oh, I yeah. love the style, style I of the Ganon. Yeah, and, I, and I, I, that was me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like that style. So I mean, it's cool that you're getting a little figurine, but you're getting that in that style. And I was never a fan of the okay. the, the Toonies Zelda. So. Right. What's your favorite link, Craig? Uh, well, it's the 
the Super Nintendo version. Super though. Nintendo. But you okay. got pink hair. That one's not... Uh, Nice. I don't, I don't like choice. Floppy Link that much. Oh, yeah. oh, he turned into a bunny, too. I like that. I like the super pointy nose Link in uh, Ocarina of Time. The very first polygonal model. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. The kid one. All right. I like the old drawings of him where he's just like hanging out by well, mountains of and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the original. The manual. Oh, when, yeah, he yeah. The, when he was religious and he had the cross on his shield? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the old NES ones where he's just looked like this little boy in like the world, the world's worst world that's yeah, just like, lost in the mountains and yeah. stuff like that. I like that stuff. Huge cool. sideburns, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's when he was a cartoon character and for years everyone was like, make a gritty and realistic yeah, Zelda. I'm like, yeah. he never was. He that's the worst character. one. <laughs> 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 that's the worst one right there. Okay. Uh, excuse me. I hate that guy. bunch of dates let's see um hmm god sorry I'm one of them is in december this. right yeah donkey kong country tropical freeze yep so it's... people have been pointing out donkey kong and super mario 3d world switch places people thought super mario 3d world was december and donkey that's, kong that's was right. november so mm-hmm. they right. swapped places was before. yeah mario 3d world is november 22nd donkey kong country <laughs> tropical freeze is december 6th i can see why they did that we party you is october 25th yeah, um, also, November 22nd is a week after PS4. That's right. Well, PS4 is November 16th. Yep. 15th. 15th. Okay. So wait, what's that? What's a week after that? Uh, Super Mario 3D World. And a bunch of uh, 3DS games as well. Man. Um, a Link Between Worlds, November 22nd. God, I cannot wait for that one. I was really surprised at how well that looked um, at E3. I mean, I know it's like in video, I was like, eh, the start style is not. But when you see it in motion, oh, it's yeah, yeah. in a second. Oh, so, so, now I, I got so, to play it the, like an hour. Sam, you were there. We played it like an hour after they announced it. it. It was awesome. So it's I'm going to so be much the fun. hater on this panel then because I think, uh, and I, I use the word hater lightly, but I think that art style is a little I think generic. Sam, I think Sam is the same way. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to speak for you. You guys don't like the art style? The I think it's like, a little generic and a little too sort of rubbery. And I like the, the wall detailed. drawing because that's inspired by the Wind Waker drawing, sure. which I yeah. think is so cool. Mm-hmm. It's, such a, it's a cool link between sure. worlds, if you will. Um, but uh, I don't, which I think might be the whole plot of this game. I think you might go to a Wind Waker world. Yeah. So mark this episode because I'm going to be right about it. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Nintendo should get the Dark World's going to be. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. should get all the Zelda fans in one room and be like, "What's your favorite art style?" And I'll be like, <laughs> "Okay, so no one is happy ever." Bye. That's not why yeah. I don't like the game. I, I don't like just because what they've showed us is uh, I've, I'm not going to talk about it again because you can go back and listen to their old episodes. No, you should always. It's, it's uh, we same, always have the chance for new yeah. listeners recap it, if you it, can. It, it, the the I like the exploration sense in Zelda, and I like having this unknown world to explore that you might not even be strong enough to go into the far reaches of. And this is the same map that I've played before, but or at least it, part of it. And it's that, part that of bums it. me out. Yeah, and that's part of it. That's I mean, it's it's to give you something familiar, but yeah. I it's they should not show us a little more so I can stop talking same. about that now. That's and all I want. How old is Link to the Past now? Twenty. It's yeah. 93, right? So, I mean, I, I always think right. about these things like, I mean... one in Japan, 92 here. Yeah. Like, next month, people are people's first Legend of Zelda game ever will be The Wind Waker. That will be the first Zelda game they ever play. Exactly. The second they yeah. play will probably be A Link Between Worlds. Like, I don't care about those people. Well, <laughs> I do. That's like, you can I do. the same uh, thing about The Phantom Menace. Yeah, I, I, I care. care. I think that... Uh, well, The Phantom Menace sucked. Garbage. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, and, I mean... T- 
these very well could as well. I mean, we don't know much about Link Between Worlds. We'll always give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt. But, sure, I'd say a know. better comparison is like Star Wars Special Editions. But but your your point is is so your what you like about the original Zelda. Mm-hmm. is what you liked about the original Zelda when you were eight. You're that demographic still. The, the Legend of Zelda still appeals to you. They're but I still, dumbing but down I, the series But I still play that. But like, like, people are too stupid to, to play open world of Zelda now. Like, if they, if they gave me a new NES Legend of Zelda that was based exactly on the original, which is one of my favorite games of all time, and added new things to it, I would be cartwheeling <laughs> through walls with happiness. Well, I think. But, but my, I, know that, I know that, but I'm just saying like the, the, the idea that they have to like make a new... A Zelda for a new generation is stupid because the the because it's always like have a dumbed you, down Zelda. Have you ever checked the Miiverse on on like Super Mario World where like people are having problems? Yeah, I know they're that, idiots, but like, so did we. We had the same problems. Yeah, right. totally. We were eight, and we wrote Nintendo Power, and it took two months for uh, counselors. Are you, exactly. Are you, the, are you called those really expensive? But you know oh, what? Yeah. It didn't matter because in between that, I went to my friend and I said, "Dude, I don't know. There's this fairy fountain. I have no idea what to do in it." And they're like, "This is what you need to do. You need to get the flute first and go there." And like that's just like that's the magic of it. That's the magic of that series. I'm not saying about all games. I'm just saying the Legend of Zelda series. Like that's what was so great about it. And I think they're just completely are losing. I just think there's an that. expectation that people. Need but Wind Waker to has have. it. I think Wind Waker has that. Sam, you run our wikis site. If, <laughs> if we lost. If we just relied on people's friends, you wouldn't have a job anymore. So time out, time out. Uh, no, Craig, you were going to say something about games. expectations. Well, I'm it's sorry. just everyone. Yeah. It's just it's <laughs> games have evolved to the point where they can give you tutorials, and so now now people actually expect you know a little bit of handholding, and like it does yeah. piss us off because we don't need it. But the generations now that are you know getting games now and beyond, it's uh, you know it's almost required. And why didn't you say beyond? <clears throat> Oh, I forgot. I just, I'm so glad that when I played like the original Legend of Zelda, my dad wasn't sitting there going, "This is not the right one." They, they, I wish they had a new. Oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> that would have destroyed it for me. Like, I don't have kids. That's that, we're in that. The video game industry is so weird because it's full of people who are too old to be children yeah. and too young to have them. Right, so, and it's like the well, the meme that, that why can't Metroid crawl is, is hilarious. Yeah, because, exactly. Like, and because like you, you in that NES game, you got nothing, and it's like that's what you had to deal with. It's I'm not like, saying that's a good nothing. thing. I'm just saying. For the Legend of Zelda, the reason we care about the Legend of Zelda is because of that and how well it trained you to play the game. Right. That is brilliance in game design. It's not in Skyward Sword when they say, go here and do this for 60 hours. That's I totally agree with you there. That's that, all I'm that saying. I will not, not debate at all. The game sucked well, today. Well, That's well, not well, why. That's well, not here's the thing. You, you almost wish in, in t- with Skyward Sword there was one mode that I feel like could have maybe presented a more hands-free Zelda experience, and it's when remember how it gives you the option to sort of retool the UI, where you could either have a lot of UI, a little UI, or absolutely none because you're yeah. a pro. Yeah, you know, and and of course this is pie in the sky because games have to be made on a certain schedule and come out and and all of that. So you can't put different versions of a tutorial or not have a tutorial. Well, but at the same time, I wish if that was a, an ability, a thing, I could was, take away the UI, that's take a away really the tutorial. Good point. Yeah, yeah, I remember taking that away, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this is cool. Now I feel like I'm playing a Zelda for me, but, you know, then, hey, you like rupees? Remember that joke? Yeah. yeah but, you know, minutes. a lot of the games that we play and we like, you, you'll notice um, a lot of those games that we all talk about the most are games that just throw you into a world and let you kind of mm-hmm. probe and figure yep. it out. I mean, I think Gone Home just went around the... Every person I know loved it more than anything they've played, 
And like that game is the exact thing. It's like here's a self-contained world, but there's they don't tell you there's limits, and you have to just find those limits. Yeah, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the gameplay well, that's really. Yeah, and I think Zelda kind of really invented that, and they don't need to go back to that. But I think Wind Waker captures that. So I, I just want to emphasize that, like, I think Wind Waker does a good job. It takes a little while to get to that part of it, but I love mm-hmm. that they went back to that idea. It's like, what can we do to make it so, like, man, if I go to this island, I can get off here, but then like the enemies are like kind of tough. Like, yeah. I think that's really cool. Wind Waker has completely different pacing issues, and that's that the first temple is a stealth dungeon. And you're yeah, like, what with the not f- a lot of direction, right? Yeah. And you're like, wait, why am, I, why am I hiding behind a barrel while like a well, wolfman walks you by? Your, like, give it context, you lose your sword, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 totally, but totally. it's one of those things that's like, yeah, this is not a dungeon because the rooms don't really lay... It, it, there's no progression path that really makes sense, right? You just kind of follow this ring of... But how refreshing was it not around. to know at the time or even in hindsight, like, how many dungeons are really in that game? You can't just say yeah. there's nine. Like, that's what's good about Zelda yeah. is, like, like mm-hmm. you don't need – they're going to shake it up and you're not going to mm-hmm. know. Hey, was that a dungeon? We had this discussion the other day. Like, was was that a dungeon? And, every, and then everybody's like, you know, I don't know. I think there's only four oh, dungeons yeah. in that. Skyward Sword actually like, did that pretty well where I, halfway through a dungeon I was like, I'm in a dungeon. Yeah. I thought I was on a pirate ship. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. what the hell happened? Yeah, or, like, even the very first one you're, like, kind of, like – going through fields and hallways and finally mm-hmm. you're going down this hallway and then all of a sudden you're like working with doors a little bit and they're like oh I'm in a dungeon yeah like, like huh I didn't even realize I, like I was doing that I know that's the only thing we know about the next Zelda is that they're gonna blur the distinction between or, or just kind of shake up the idea that there's gonna be open world dungeon open world but, dungeon but open how dungeon. cool would the next Zelda be if you start in a dungeon <clears throat> Forget all this pretext. Didn't, 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 you, didn't you do that with Twilight That's Princess? Twilight Princess. <laughs> horrible. Did it? The no, horrible man. dungeon of the opening village. Yeah, the village. Was How do you escape? That wasn't a dungeon. That was it's a prison. Three-hour <laughs> prison. <laughs> yes. yeah. Hey, don't go anywhere. I need you to herd these goats. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the, the one other announcement um, that we kind of skipped over, but you know, one of these games is a, well, maybe both of these aren't for us. Uh, we fit you and Mario and Sonic, Mario and Sonic. I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Sochi 2014, um, we'll launch this holiday, but they don't have dates. Yeah, there's also I thought they named Mario Party too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Mario Party is November 22nd as well, and it's yeah. called Mario Party something of the uh, island summer yeah, adventure. Mm-hmm. There's a name I don't I can't find it in my notes. Oh, there it is. Um, Mario Booze Cruise Party <laughs> Island Tour. Island Tour. I do have uh, a, I do have a Sega bias, but I do have to say that, that Sochi looks rough. And like you know when I saw it at E3 and it was just. Super choppy and framey. I hope they fix that because uh, it was making me sad that you know that you got yet again it's so awesome like Lit Boss World, mm-hmm. but then you got Sochi which is just choppy as hell. I've okay. never played any of those Mario the versus games. Sonic yeah. Olympic games. They're never. Fun. They're fun. I saw one where Sonic was racing against someone he was losing, and I was like, nope, this doesn't make any sense. Okay. I walked away. Okay. Yeah, Sonic in a toboggan. Yeah, like what are you doing? Just walk. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like Sonic racing, right? You know, it's like you know, why can't you just run? You're faster so, than that car. So, so why don't we go in order, starting with Sam? What did you think of this? This all of these announcements on Wednesday, right? Uh, as a sum whole, what what how, what is Nintendo doing? Was this the yeah, right I'm so, moves? I'm just so excited that Nintendo can bust out. Uh, a system completely secretly <laughs> without anybody knowing yeah, at any time. Yeah. yeah. That is such that is so good for us as people that are our fans sh- and as people who cover the industry and uh, of people who like, you know, like to buy 
cool gadget stuff. Like we, I think those things are like the coolest thing. I've and we we can say this too, but the the and they're good at keeping secrets. Like, the two DS. Oh, not at all, not at all. Because well, they're like they're okay at keeping secrets. Project Cafe, people saw so coming, partners. right? Like there were. I don't secrets. remember that. But the Project Sunday Cafe before E three, people with, were like, "Oh, there might be a tablet." No, no, no. That was a rumor for a bit. That was at least a, a month or a couple of months where it was like, "Hey, maybe it went up." We didn't. We didn't hear that rumor. You guys had the quarter man. <laughs> uh, remember him? Yeah, no, but um, this was one of those who, who times was, where they pulled the a secret. Man? That was a mantle. Every every other editor. My understanding I is every other editor. I cannot believe you are spoiling this. Yes. Right yeah. We're gonna have no, to it's, it's, been, it's been spoiled. This is not <laughs> a Sushi X. This exactly. is totally. Actually, I'm Sushi X. I have that on Xbox Live and we and uh, me. Wow, first. really? Yeah, I, t- nice. I took it. Every once in a while, someone from EGM will be like, I just played a game and saw Sushi X. What this is going huge on? huge EGM secrets right uh, now. Yeah. I love it. Anyway. Um, yeah. It was but kind I, of everybody I, I was wrote a great surprise. Um, I will say, too, and we can say this, but more people read the story about the Nintendo 2DS reveal on IGN than they did about the Xbox One reveal, which is insane to me. Like they're like, here's this new toy with the shape like a triangle. Oh, it's brand new. It was what was the well, Xbox One? Here's some context. And that one was a video debut, and one was yeah. an that's article. the, the point article. I was but make. still, a, a news article about a console announcement is a long lived thing in our in our business. Yeah, and I think it's really amazing. That yeah, it's really cool. Yes. I think we're all really surprised too that this wasn't a Nintendo it's Direct. A, it's just a cool. I know. I, I agree. I think it's a cool story. I just well, think, that, like, that purely from a journalistic, you know, standpoint. I'm well, not it's a, a great headline. It's a cool story. Nintendo announces 2DS. 2DS. Well, the fact, what or the, the two, 2Ds. You yeah. mean the fact it's that pronounced they, 3Ds, it, 2Ds. It wasn't a Nintendo Direct. The fact that you know Nintendo Japan has not even like, even alluded that this thing even exists. Yeah, yeah. It shows me that this is probably not a Japanese system at all. Like everything uh. comes everything comes out of Sega Japan first and it's like then they dish it out to You mean the, Nintendo the, Japan, you said Sega Freudian I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like I had to deal with Sega so figure out so what long. team you're playing for. I'm Greg. sorry. Uh, Otherwise you yeah, get the fuck NCL. Out. <laughs> NCL, right? Um, Nintendo Japan, they you know they pretty much control everything out of of NOA and um, NOE or yeah. And, uh, you know, they haven't said anything. No. They haven't said anything at all. So there was no Nintendo Direct. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. It's like that That leads me to believe that, you know, NOA or, or Nintendo West is just calling the shots. They're out. going rogue on yeah. this one. They're just <laughs> making up very, their own systems. Very rare. That Whatever they want to do. Yeah. designed it. Yeah. But does that mean Nintendo that of America sure has access to research that proves that they needed to do a 2D Oh, yes. they have their own research. Yes. Absolutely. Children have died from 3D. <laughs> They're covering it up. Hundreds, well, not that yeah. kind of research, up. but you know what I mean. Like, this isn't selling to a certain I market. You, I bet you the, the, there's metrics going on behind the scenes on the system that it knows when the 3D's on and off, and it's sending that data. I mean, oh, it, that's I, crazy. I'm sure it does. I, mean, I, I, I guess you've been in game development. Yeah, why not? No, it's just club Nintendo surveys. Just it's tracking my steps. It's tracking my steps. It's tracking the games I play, how long I played the game. You yes, don't yes, think yes, that yes, in yes, there yes. that there's a, <laughs> how long you've kept that 3D switch on. You don't think that's in there. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. All right. I, think, I don't think there, any, there's any relayed information from your 3D. Well, oh, wait. To, is, is, there an op, brain. is there an opt-in to send feedback or send, uh, no. send metrics no, data not. back to Nintendo? Nope. Well, okay. that, you know, that, that, whatever. I, I, I think Craig there knows is. something. I think there is something in there. But anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. But no, but I, you, were, you were telling me that, you know, uh, it's, it's a big deal in Japan that they are very superstitious. Yeah, yeah. TV. There are some folks that are superstitious. I, at least I'm led to believe that, although I do have some friends in Japan who's like, look, parents don't care. They'll buy it all the time. But mm-hmm. I have heard from some friends that, uh, you know, he, here's an anecdotal evidence. Like a friend of mine, his, his, uh, his friend's kids were going for his 3DS or his friend's kid was going to grab his 3DS off the table. And his mom ran across the room, darted, and was like, no, that's bad for your eyes. 
<laughs> and it's just a couple, and he's seen that before, and that's sort of a story. And like, is, a is it underreported? We don't know. Did they make the kid wear an eye patch? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't hit him or anything. Like, come no, on. No, no. It's, it's like, I mean, you're always seeing in 3D, so if you wear an eye patch, yeah, yeah, you're never. seeing in 2D. Yeah. I mean, you, you, stairs for you. You, have a, uh, you have a system on shelves that, that plays Pokemon games yeah. that children under seven aren't allowed to play. Yeah. Obviously, oh. that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. So they were like, you know, let's fix it. And yeah, the thing in Japan is people are. Have you guys Very superstitious they took, about they that took stuff. seizure warnings off of games. Nintendo still doesn't, but lots of games don't do them anymore. It's just covering your butt. That's all. But they is. stopped doing. Well, yeah. all the all the seizure people died, so we got <laughs> so, them out of the way. We can all have fun now. Huh? Yep. Well, yeah. Now there's I mean, going to be allergy warnings on every game that you play. <laughs> Difficulty <laughs> warnings. This game's hard. Be careful. <laughs> so, uh, so just following along this point. So, Craig, you think these were all smart announcements? Then you think these were all the right moves? I don't think. Well, uh, the, what the was 2DS, right moves, the 2DS what was, was a bizarre move. I don't know if okay. there, there's a good or bad on that one. It's bizarre. Okay. Um, the the um, I understand why they're they're doing the price change. Uh, deeper into the month next month. Um, I understand why they switched the dates on on Donkey Kong and Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelda is a great bundle, I think. If you're going to buy a Wii U, you want to have a great game to, to buy it with, and I think that's a good move. Uh, the special edition, limited edition thing, I'm confused because I don't know what the difference is just from their messaging. So I know what, what, what comes with the figure, what doesn't come with the figure, I don't know. Um, it's just a box, a video game, and a Ganon. Uh-huh. That's all it is. is that, which one? That's there's only one special edition. What's the limited edition? There is nothing. There's no limited edition. There's just you're thinking of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> there's three editions. <laughs> well, didn't of we that. just talk about limited edition? And no, special I edition? maybe we're yeah. The hundred thirty dollar one comes with a gun oh, and then okay. a, oh, a no. steel box to keep drugs. <laughs> a blimp. In. If yeah. only. Okay, Brian. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, there, there's only just okay. a regular so that, that Zelda that and a special. Yeah. Edition. That clears that okay. up. Okay. All right, and uh, Brian, what about you? What do you think? About what? Of these announcements. Like, what what stood out to you, good or bad, right or wrong? I think it's, like, it's all exactly what they needed to do. And, I mean, even the 2DS, as I mentioned earlier, was something they didn't need to do at all, but they are just doing just to yeah. rub it in, basically. Just to <laughs> sell even more than they I were selling already. rubbed it in, though. It's, like, certainly... Let's make something the exact the opposite of the Vita. Up, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's all it is. It's, like, did it, they really need to put that out there they made they made it easier to get in the door yeah and that's it it's like the 3ds is selling already super well this is um a neat system that's confusing the issue yeah so so when the 3ds and the 3ds xl were announced i was talking to pear who's my barometer for children because everybody else i work with is a child and doesn't have any of their own (laughs) and pear was like you know these are amazing systems but am i going to give my kid like a 200 dollar or 180 dollar handheld that he's got to take care of and stuff like that and then of course he did because he runs ign and he has money and he was just like my Kids yeah. love the 3D. And they all have iPhones. Yeah, they all have iPhones and everything Steve like that. Steve Butts said the same thing. Yeah, he would buy a hundred thirty dollar 2 DS. Especially if you're going to buy That's such a weird like kids, difference. Three, but I guess it's for each true. person. Yeah, yeah. If you have two kids and you're going to get two systems for two hundred sixty bucks, yeah. and then they can fight over the games or whatever. What if, they can what if that the system is a direct result of our Club Nintendo uh, answering <laughs> forms? Possible. Yeah. I always fill out at the bottom. Make a triangle. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think no 3D. Mine, the cat year is one that I, I've been submitting it hasn't come in yet. So, yeah. So I, I just eight equals 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 D. Is I think I, uh, the so just to wrap around and then we'll close out. We need a question of the week, by the way, because I always forget to ask one uh, since we did it for like two weeks ago. I think these were all smart announcements. I was surprised by the fifty dollar. 
price cut to the Wii U, I have Surprised? to be honest. I was. I honestly thought they were going to ride it out. I mm-hmm. thought they were going to say, well, cool. let's see what happens. Wow. I did think that. And I... I'm glad. I'm happy to be proven wrong. But I, I did too. They I really did too. I, yeah. did not I thought they would bundle. I, w- I knew once we heard about the Wind Waker bundle rumor, I was like, they're going to do that, but they're going to keep it at 350 no, I think they should charge double. It's like charging for a fine steak versus a hamburger. Oh. <laughs> is is the Wii U a fine steak? Yeah. Really? Sure. In your opinion, is it a fine steak? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love my Wii U. I yeah, play it all well, the time. No, it's not, not for everybody. Don't get me wrong, but like, I really think that, you know, all the attention. I think it's a crappy game system, but it's a fine steak. <laughs> it's delicious. You're licking it all the time. I'm a, I, I'm I think, a honestly, if you look at it, I honestly think that by the time the PS4 and the Xbox One come out, it it has, and it's it took a year to get there, but it's got a really really strong lineup it, to fight against those two things. It has to. One. I mean, it, it's you it can't win on power. No, and it has to have the lineup, and they, that, that's the one thing. Well, it's it's got not winning on like not being buggy either. That thing crashes like crazy. Which one? The, it's such you? A, it's such a turd of a system. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, it'll have a good lineup. That's all that matters to me, unless the system crashes a lot, which is doing for me a lot. Have you updated your system at all? Yes, Craig, I've updated my system. Thank you, though. You want to come by and update it for <laughs> yeah, me? I'll update it for you. A little screwdriver. So we need a, a, uh, a question of the week. So what do we what do we want to ask our listeners to answer? What the hell is it going to take for you to buy a Wii U? I don't know. Isn't you it? listen to an all-Nintendo podcast, wow. you have to own one, I feel. I don't know. Some people still on the fence. There's some people who never will. I don't know. You can veto that. Well, I don't actually, care. Well, here's, here's, well, my question would be, would you buy a Wii U without the gamepad? Like, okay. would you? do you want to have a Wii U without the gamepad? That's like buying a steak without the meat. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what people talk about on message boards all the time. Like, do you ever read the answers? These? I've never been on I a have, podcast where you've read I, I, them. Yeah, I've read them. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't this time because uh, there were a lot in Nintendo. We were going to spend a lot of time on Nintendo. Yeah. I figured because of this week's news. Great. All right. So that's our program for this week. Craig, before we start signing off, why don't you uh, just give folks an update? Some uh, A lot of uh, listeners reached out to me and were like, oh, man, it's so great to have Craig on. Oh, man. Craig Way, all caps. And I'm going to dress like the Unabomber. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so I, you know, when I left uh, IGN back in 2010, late 2010, um, I started at Sega in 2011 as in the marketing department. So I was working on... Uh, you may have heard of a little game called Aliens Colonial Marines, and uh, I thought you pronounced it Sega. Sega? Yeah. No. 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 Pretty much. Well, actually, it is an acronym, so you can pronounce Service it S-E-G-A. Games. S-E-G-A. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I worked on Aliens Colonial Marines with Gearbox and uh, um, and 20th Century Fox. Um, but uh, I apologize if you didn't enjoy it. Um, we were the publisher. There was the developer, and there's a whole bunch, bunch of stuff that went on the back. But I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it, but I can understand why so people So you worked didn't. on two Aliens games? I worked on Infestation for about two months because that was the first thing that I, I worked on. Do you know uh, but it was already done. about the Alien series now? I kind of kind of your thing? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my core job to know everything about Aliens, but it was my core job to work with 20th Century What did you think Fox. of Prometheus? I liked it. I liked it too. I liked it, especially hey, the second time. Craig, can I ask you, were you the guy on the phone who got the Queen Alien at some of these events? Was that like something you were? Oh, I was the one that, yeah, totally arranged to get that uh, at our events in E3 and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that was one of the cool or things. Or the pod. They had a demo pod. Pod. The, the, de- the demo room for Aliens Colonial Marines. It was a giant spaceship pod, the, the demo room that we oh. got around to Oh, events. you're talking about our theater. 
Yeah, the yeah, theater. yeah, the theater. But that was already taken care of when I first started. That was E3 of that was 2011. Just a, I'm just saying it was cool. And I remember you saying like it went into storage between events. I just thought yeah. it was cool that yeah. like they, we they we had we constructed a, a power power loader to get have people come in and have a photo taken. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, the power. Um, that's that's cool. now in the hands of Gearbox. So they they got some really lucky thing. Otherwise, we would have just destroyed it. Yeah. it's really expensive to kind of cart that around. But uh, they let me go after the game was. Finished completely. So we had the game came out in February. Then we had um, you know DLC that came out. So once the, all the DLC came out, um, they decided that uh, my job was unnecessary because they're working on something else, um, and they're going to send that overseas. But anyway, so um, I am currently looking. Cool. So, okay. um, uh, yeah, I'm just enjoying my time off right now, and we'll see where I end up after after Sega. Thank you very much for coming in. Yeah. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you. Uh, really quickly, name your Twitter. Ha- uh, let's go name your Twitter handle and something you're working on that they can look forward to. Um, I'm at Agent Bizzle. I'm working on. I guess if you haven't heard my show, The Comedy Button, it's a really fun podcast I do with a bunch of former IGN guys and other people. Um, it's weekly, it's up every Friday at three o'clock Pacific time, and uh, there's like 92 episodes you can go back and listen to. If you need more podcast stuff for your ears, go right there. Um, me, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm at Cranky Craig. Uh, as, as it's spelled um, I'm working on looking for my next thing um, hopefully I'll be on more podcasts because I've got the time right. cool Sam? Uh, my Twitter handle is Samuel underscore IGN and uh, I'm working with Square Enix and IGN on a really cool project right now where uh doing a really big Final Fantasy XIV uh, strategy guide and wiki and stuff and uh, they're not doing like a print guide or anything. They're just doing this with us, and we're making an app, and it's really, really cool. So it's like we're kind of doing finally like the big, you know, guide for a huge Final Fantasy game. And my first strategy guide ever as a kid was the Final Fantasy One strategy guide. So it means a lot to me. That's awesome. I'm not nice. going to play it because I don't like MMOs. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you each name dropped your Twitter handles, right? Yep. 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 Okay. So and I am at Jose underscore Otero O T E R O on Twitter. And I still have a couple of uh, interview qu- uh, news stories from our Reggie Fizame interview, and I'll be at PAX. So if you're at PAX and you're oh, listening wow. to this, uh, surprise! Go, man. Last announcement, uh, last minute announcement. I will be there. Um, so feel free to stop me and say hi. I'm very approachable. But if I'm in between or on a way to a demo, I may say hi. I gotta go. And that's our show. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya, Gregway.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.